Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Apparently Biden has uh, decided to hole up in his basement for the last week heading into the election. It's one week from today. And he's already put the lid on his campaign. Ah, I'm going to go to bed now. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Literally. All right. Literally. Wow. Yeah. Now, they, I just read an article this morning that tomorrow he's headed to Georgia. So I don't think it's entirely true, but he's mostly staying in his basement this week. Mm-hmm. Apparently with also a, a quick trip to Georgia to see if he can lock up Georgia. Wow. I mean, that's what he thinks. And that's what the polls are kind of indicating to him. But I'm hoping he's in for a very big surprise uh, next Tuesday. Now, 62 million people have already voted. 62 million. Wait, you're not going to use your fun uh, Biden-Georgia line? No, I'm going to save that for when we oh, actually I'm, have something oh, to I'm do sorry. with it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Huh. Gosh, I just uh, wow. blew that one. Yeah, oh, you did. My bad. I mean, that's a, I didn't realize you were saving it, so yeah, no, I that's mean, good. We're going to do something with that. Oh, wow. Just oh, yes! Throw that out with Okay, Millie. so that's a tease, y'all. Right. He's got a great line. The end. Bye. <laughs> Turn that into a song or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Biden might go to Georgia. Uh, we'll see. And uh, I just can the American people really vote for this guy? This guy who doesn't know where he is half the time? Seriously. Uh, do you remember this? When I, just spoke at a, I just spoke at, at a Dartmouth mm-hmm. on health care. Oh. Okay. Yeah. At the medical school. Or sure. Not, I, I guess, guess I wasn't no. actually on the campus, not. but the people from the medical school were at the... Okay. There was, I want to be clear. Yeah, be clear. I'm not Go going nuts. I'm not You're sure not. whether it was a medical school or where the hell I spoke. But <laughs> he's not sure where the hell he spoke. Okay. <laughs> so... He's not sure where the hell he spoke, who the heck he ran against. I mean, the thing the other day, I love. I absolutely love this from, was this Sunday over the weekend when he was uh, talking about who he ran against uh, or who he's running against now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who he's running against now. Listen to this. This is the most consequent, not because mm-hmm. I'm running, mm-hmm. but because who I'm running against. This is the most consequential election mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a long, long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be? Mm-hmm. Four more years of George. Uh, George. George. Uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where, oh boy, if uh, Trump oh gets my. elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different <laughs> he world. Finally caught up. Oh, oh wait, wait! It's not George Bush. It's not okay. It is uh, finally we're okay. It's not George Bush. It's a uh, four more years of tr- tr- Trump. It finally came to him. The synapse finally kicked in and enabled him to say the word Trump. Did you see what his campaign is saying? That he was addressing George Lopez who was on that call with him? Oh, shut up. Four more <laughs> years of President Lopez. Get is, out is of here. Is that what he meant? Shut up. Really, Biden campaign? Okay, that's despicable of oh, these people. come on. And his cute little wife, Jill, is awful. She knows what's going on with him. She absolutely knows he's incapable of doing this. And she just sits there Mm -hmm. and pushes him toward the finish line. Why? Is she the one that's going to try to wield power here? What what is going on? I think she is despicable 
allowing him to continue like this. And she's sitting right next to him when he's talking about running against George Bush. Everybody knows he's talking about George W. Bush there. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows it. He thinks he's running against Bush for a minute. He He doesn't know. He doesn't know where the hell he is. He doesn't know who the hell he's running against. He doesn't know anything right now. Depending on where he is on his meds at any given moment. Despicable people. These are despicable people who would put their own self-interest ahead of his and the entire nation. They don't care. Yeah, they want to be in the White House. Yeah, they don't care. They just don't care. And Jill Biden might be the worst of them. Because she sees it every stinking day. Are you kidding me? She knows what's going on with him. She knows whether or not he's got early onset dementia. She knows he has. Something wrong with him. She knows. She's been there for many of these breakdowns where he's just imploded. Uh, He called her his sister one time. He didn't know that they moved or uh, who knows what he was saying. One of them was his sister. The other was his wife. He got him mixed up. He's uh, he's called her the president before. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. He honestly doesn't know where he is half the time. It's pathetic. It's really, Sad. really awful. And uh, sure, Kamala Harris is going to be there. And maybe everybody thinks she's the one who needs to pick up the pieces because she's far more progressive than he is. Maybe that's what the plan is. I, I don't know. I don't know how they justify all this stuff, but it's really, really awful. It's un-American. Nora O'Donnell was talking to Kamala and uh, asking on 60 Minutes whether or not Trump is a racist. Surprise! Hmm? What do you suppose her answer was? Oh, gosh, I don't know. That could go either (laughs) way. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could, right? (laughs) I mean, how do you even guess? Is Donald Trump a racist, uh, Kamala? On the campaign trail, mm-hmm. President Trump has attacked you frequently. He's called you a monster. He said you're nasty and it would be an insult to our country if you became the first female president. Do you see this as just the rough and tumble of politics or oh. do you view those attacks against you as... I wonder how she's going to answer this, mm-hmm. don't you? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. so curious. Racist. Mm-hmm. Is he a racist? Well... This is not the first time in my life I've been called names. Mm. And it, you know, Mm -hmm. it was predictable, sadly. Do you think the president is racist? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, what a surprise. Whoa, (laughs) whoa, really? You can look at a pattern that goes back to him Uh questioning the identity of the first (laughs) black president of the United States. Oh, my gosh. You can look at Charlottesville. Charlottesville, sure, sure. When there were peaceful protesters and on the other side, neo-Nazis. Right. And he talks about fine people on either side. Right. Calling Mexicans yeah. rapists and criminals. Rapists and criminals. Yeah. His first yeah. order of business was to institute a Muslim ban. Muslim ban, yeah. Yeah. Man. It all speaks for itself. It does. It speaks for itself. Okay, let's go over this again. Because they keep they just keep throwing it out. Nobody will do the, nobody will do the job. We'll do the job that Nora O'Donnell in sixty minutes are apparently incapable of. Sixty minutes was once And she did some good work. We'll play that in a second. But this was once the most important, most respected, most trusted news program ever. And now they're almost incapable of simple, decent journalism. These are all false 
charges against him. First of all, Kamala, uh, Trump, from the beginning, said he was not talking about the neo-Nazis or white supremacists. And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. I'm sorry, what'd you say? And I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. Now, if we have access to that, so does CBS News. They certainly do. Then there's the birtherism nonsense. Uh, What in the world does doubting where the guy was born have to do with racism? Ask her that. I'm sorry, Kamala, but what does doubting a guy's birthplace have to do with racism? I mean, and I don't want to relitigate this whole stupid issue because I hated it the first time around. It just wound up discrediting all of the actual problematic issues we had with Barack Obama. And there were a million of them that we didn't, you didn't need to say he was born in Kenya because he wasn't. And uh, it didn't help anything. In fact, uh, every time it came up, it just discredited everything else. But while I was never a birther, never believed it, there were reasons to believe it. I mean, people like, I don't know, Barack Obama's own wife, Michelle, saying on several occasions that Barack Obama was from Kenya. What that reminded me of was our trip to Africa um, two years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the level of excitement that we felt in that country, the hope that Mm -hmm. people saw just in the sheer presence of somebody like Barack Obama a Kenyan, a, a black Kenyan. man, a man, a black man. of great a Kenyan? Is he really? they believe hmm. huh. change the fate weird. of the world. That is weird. Huh. Then on another occasion... Um, uh, Barack has led by example. Uh, when we sure took has. our trip to Africa and visited mm-hmm. his home country in Kenya. His home country uh, in Kenya. We took a public hmm. HIV test. Weird. Uh, for the very Good for point you. of showing... Uh, folks in Kenya that there is nothing to be embarrassed about in getting tested. Okay. She called him a Kenyan, and she said it was his home country. (laughs) She didn't say it was his dad's home country. She said it was his. What a racist that Michelle is. Wow. Why'd she say that? (laughs) Well, who knows? But it must have been an, you know, ancestral thing. I I don't know. It, It doesn't matter. But uh, it's just complete garbage, but there's no challenge about it. It's just how stupid is it that just because you think he wasn't born where he said he was born because there were some really weird things going on with Barack Obama, that means he's a racist? No. The Muslim ban was not a ban on Muslims. It was a ban on nations with potential ties to terrorism. And everybody knows it. Everyone also knows why he did it. And everyone knows it had nothing to do with race. In fact, what race is a Muslim? Can you help me with that? Are they a certain race? (laughs) Islam is not a race. It's a religion. So you're not even making sense. (laughs) Then you have the, the Mexican rapist claim. An example of imprecise language. And everyone knows that as well. Everybody knows that. 
you're, you're not going to surprise anybody. He was saying that there are some bad people coming across the border, and it's a proven fact. Some of them are, in fact, rapists and criminals. If we're going to judge candidates based on precise language, precision of speech, uh, Joe Biden is not your guy. I just spoke at, a, at Dartmouth on health care. At the medical school, or not, I guess I wasn't actually on the campus, but the people from the medical school were at the... Sure. Mm-hmm. I want to be yeah, clear. It would be clear. I'm not going nuts. I'm not sure whether it was a medical school or where the hell I spoke. But it was yeah. Guatemala, El Salvador, and, mm-hmm. and it, to, to, to win and say in Honduras and say, look, well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth, for, uh, mm-hmm. a trillion four hundred billion worth. Yeah. No. Out of a billion, four hundred million, million, million. Excuse me, a trillion, no, four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it so much. <laughs> and by the way, it costs a lot of money. It costs about seven hundred and forty million, million billion, billion dollars over ten years. Trillion, trillion. My long friend, time friend, and she's a friend. She's she, been my friend is in she a and friend? out of public or? life. Is um, mm-hmm. we can do it, and it's going to take billions of dollars to do it. And mm-hmm. we can afford to do it. We can't. We can afford. We can't afford not to do it. And I think, uh, Secretary, um, s- s- excuse me. I wasn't. A, excuse you. Press going to say I'm downgrading my column. Say Senator Booker. Uh-huh. The fact is that the bills that the president, that the, excuse me, the future president uh-huh. here, that that, that that the senator is talking about, invaded another country and annexed a significant portion of it called Crimea. Right. Mm-hmm. He's saying that it was President. My boss is his fault. And they'd say to you, take my shotgun. I said, I have three. I now have five because my son died and I have three of his. I have five shotguns. No, so have a mechanism to control drug prices. Don't worry about it. You know, the, it's, it's mm-hmm. not, we're no longer using chemical-based things. All this thing re- dealing with the, the, cancers and other uh-huh. issues related to the immune system are bio-oriented. And <laughs> NATO. Wait, what? The only people who reward, entitled mm. rewards, are stockholders. Mm. Ladies, we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the. Go, right. you, know the you, you know the. You know the thing. thing. I, 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 I got hairy legs that turn that 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 turn uh, um, mm-hmm. blonde in the sun. No sure. one is in a position where they have a <laughs> significant financial disability as a consequence of this SARS COVID-9 coronavirus. Roosevelt came up with a thing uh, that, uh, you know, was totally different than a mm-hmm. than the, the it's called the, he called the, the, you know, the, you know, the, the World War II. He had the war, World, the, the war production the war. board. Corn Pop was a bad dude. They put me in the hospital and I made it out and mm-hmm. so I'm out. None of us want to <laughs> Uh, be uh, cooped up in our homes. So I learned about roaches. Knock, knock. Sounds corny, but it's real. And the kids yeah. used to come up and reach in the pool and rub mm-hmm. my leg down. Daddy, okay. daddy. It's unfair to all of us, and it's unnecessary for all of us. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. We can't make them whole. Mm-hmm. Can I see you, daddy? <laughs> kids jumping on my lap. Masks and gowns and masks and all. You gotta, I mean, the... Mm-hmm. And shields. Why are we waiting? We, the people. Corn pop. We hold these truths. Was a bad dude. Etc. You know the thing. Okay. He gets no crap for any of that. Nothing. Then, of course, if 60 Minutes really wanted to do its job, maybe they could have brought up some well-documented racial issues Biden seems to have. Like I mean, you this. got the first sort of 
mainstream African American yeah. who is articulate and bright and and, and clean and nice looking guy. I mean, it's that's a storybook, man. Yeah, man. So, and if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or mm-hmm. Trump, and you ain't black. Oh, wow. Uh, in Delaware, yeah. the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. Uh-huh. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' hmm. Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. Oh, ouch. I, I'm not joking. No, I know you're not because you're kind of racist. Though, they must be taken off the street. Talking about black men here. That's number one. Number There's one. a consensus on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Unless we do something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, mm-hmm. born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing, mm-hmm. because they literally, I yield myself three more minutes, mm. because they literally <laughs> have not been socialized, they literally have not had an opportunity. Literally. We should focus He's on not joking. them now. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. Wow. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Wait, what? Wealthy what? kids, black kids, Asian kids. Not really mean, but think how we think about Skinny it. Skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks, tough kids, sissy kids, even, even kids with chicken pox, you know, are almost as good as white kids. Am I right almost. on that? Almost. <laughs> And you got this. And by the way, mm-hmm. what you all know, but most people don't know, uh-huh. unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Uh, unlike with the black people. With incredibly different yeah. attitudes about yeah. different things. Yeah, they think differently, not like black people who all think alike, <laughs> every single one of them. That's rough stuff, man. I, I got it. Th- it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But Trump is the racist. Shut up. Based on this preponderous preponderance of proof, can any reasonable, objective human being say, uh, holy cow, uh, I'm sorry, it, Joe Biden seems kind of racist, doesn't he? I, I think you could reach that conclusion. Show me similar uh, statements from Donald Trump. I haven't heard him. But, of course, from 60 Minutes in 2020, nothing. Not a word about any of that. Although they did. I guess uh, I guess Nora O'Donnell did hold uh, Kamala's feet to the fire on one issue. And we'll get to that in just a minute. First, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. When you're trying to sell your home, it can be uh, really, really difficult. Because it's a huge investment. And if everything doesn't go right, your house can sit there and not sell. And then you got to lower the price. And then pretty soon you're losing money on it. It's just, it's awful. So you need a realtor who can see you through that process. And advise you on really important issues like whether or not you should repaint, whether you should replace the countertops. Or, you know, can you just sell it as is? Real Estate Agents I Trust is Glenn's company, and so he and his team have carefully vetted these agents and know that they've got really good track records and really good marketing plans, and you're not just going to have to have an open house every weekend because that's a real hassle. They know what to do. They know how to get you through this process and how to get you the most for uh, your home. So if you're buying 
or selling, or maybe you're doing both because you're relocating, then it's really important to have a really great agent. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. All right, so... Nora O'Donnell did push Kamala Harris on one thing on 60 Minutes on Sunday. And that was whether or not she's a socialist. Because, as we've said multiple times, she's the most liberal person, the most progressive senator in all of the Senate. Including Bernie Sanders, including Elizabeth Warren. And so, here's O'Donnell pushing her on that. You're very different in the policies that you've supported in the past. You're considered the most liberal United States senator. I, I somebody said that, and it actually was Mike Pence on the uh, debate I, stage. I, I, but. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, the nonpartisan GovTrack has rated you as the most liberal senator. You supported the Green New Deal. You supported Medicare for All. You've supported legalizing marijuana. Joe Biden doesn't support those things. So, are you huh. going to bring the policies? those progressive policies that you supported as senator into a Biden administration? What I will do, and I promise you this, and this is what Joe Mm. wants me to do, this was part of our deal. I will always share with him my lived experience as it relates to any issue that we confront. And I promised Joe that I will give him that perspective and always be honest with him. And is that a socialist or progressive perspective? (laughs) No. No, it is yes, the perspective of, it is. Of, of a woman who grew up a, a, a black child in America, who was also a prosecutor, who also has a mother who arrived here at the age of 19 from India, who also, you know, likes sad. hip-hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you want to know? <laughs> well, I want to give, give you the opportunity to address this, because uh. at the Republican National Convention, yeah. President Trump mm. made the case that Joe Biden is going to be nothing more than a Trojan horse for <laughs> socialist policies, for the left wing of the Democratic Party. And Are you right. going to push those policies yes. when you're vice president? I yes, am not going to be confined mm-hmm. to Donald Trump's definition mm. of who wow. I or anybody else is. That's unbelievable. Um, and I think America has learned that that would be a mistake. So just just to button that up, because you have fought for Medicare wow. for to all. button it up That's now. not something wow. that Joe We're Biden supports. If you become vice president, would you say to a President Biden, you know what? Let's, we should really be pushing for Medicare for all, not a public option. That's just not going to do it. That's not my value. Mm. I would not have joined the ticket if I didn't support what Joe was proposing. And so mm. our plan includes expanding on everything that Joe, together with President Obama, created with the Affordable Care Act. By contrast, you have Donald Trump, who's in court right now, trying to get rid of a policy that brought health care to over 20 million people, including deflect, protecting people deflect. with pre-existing conditions. And he's doing mm. it in the middle of a pandemic that has killed over 215,000 Americans. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, it's all, always about... It's always about deflecting. Yeah, especially when you even, no matter what context you mention President Trump in, mm-hmm. they're going to take that and run with it as, oh, yep. well, I'm not even going to dignify what Trump says. I'm not even going right. to... And so that's that. But boy, did you see the look on her face? And, and I apologize for this ask in the other room. But uh, if there's any way to cue that up to where she brings up the word socialist, the look on Kamala's face was like, 
How dare you? What are you doing? I, I'm in friendly territory right. here. How can you ask me that question? Who do you think you are? Look what? At, oh. <laughs> she just eating a lemon there. Oh, man. She bit into a lemon. But then, I mean, I don't know if you guys can play it, because <laughs> then her voice starts shaking. Oh. She gets into victim no. mode. No, it is no, the perspective yeah. of, of a woman oh, who shot a, a, a black oh, child in America who was also a prosecutor who also has a mother who arrived here at the age of 19 from India. brother. We've all got our immigrant stories of mothers (laughs) and grandmothers who've arrived here from somewhere else. Shut up! Man. Jeez. But that's what she did. I have never once broken out the, I'm a son of a person who arrived here with a mother from Ireland who was poor and worked in a in a in a uh, in, a, in a home with uh, ch- children who uh, were orphans. Uh, they used to be called an orphanage. I don't know what they call it today, but who goes down that road? Uh, a victim. A victim goes down that road every single time to try to g- gain your sympathy because I'm just deflecting now from your really difficult question to I'm a victim. How yeah. dare you ask me these things? O'Donnell, Don't you know who I am? O'Donnell was serious. I mean, she was just she staring was. at her. Like, she was very good. I'm not laughing. No, you're right. She uh, was very good there. You know, she's, she wasn't saying like, oh, look. And she tried three times. Right, right. But she didn't say, look, some on the right are calling no, you. Right. No, I mean, she, she just did a quote from the... She did. I'm really surprised. And then she just stood there and stared at her. And that's where I think Kamala was just stunned like, oh, wait. Oh, no, this is a real question? <laughs> okay. All right. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was good stuff. And I wouldn't have joined the ticket if I didn't think, bull crap, you wouldn't have joined. You joined the ticket so that you can get your agenda through. That's why you joined the, ch- the ticket, not because you support Joe's agenda. You hammered his agenda. You called him a racist. During the campaign. Yeah, the the, the, the best calculation Man. she did during the primaries was she hit him hard in that first debate. Her poll numbers skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Then they just trailed off like a flash in the pan, and by the next debate she realized She was a she was an ally. I gotta rein this uh, in if uh, I want to be going for his, VP. Yep. I wanna be his pick, so I'm done. And then they gave her the Absolutely. opportunity in the second debate to go after him. She's like, look. I've said what I said. I, he's he's addressed it. Let's move on because I want to be the VP. Oh, whoops. Was that the out, outside voice? Yep. <laughs> it's really so transparent. Uh, these people are despicable. Uh, you talk about just politicians, babbling politician nonsense. Oh, I wouldn't have joined the ticket if I didn't support his agenda. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, that everybody knows, I hope. Uh, it's probably not true. Not everybody knows. But she joined the ticket so that she can get her her agenda jammed through. No. Not because she supports his. Just to be the president. And everybody thinks, yes, everybody knows that Joe is not long for the job. In cl- especially her. Especially her. And she believes within a year she's president of the United States. That's why she's part of the ticket. Not because she supports Joe so much. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, a five-year-old black girl that she was talking about who uh, couldn't get on the bus or whatever the deal mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. She couldn't get the bus because Joe was against busing. Why was Joe against busing? I don't know. 
I don't know. Is that part of his racism? <laughs> Just play the evidence of his racism. So you be the judge. But, but the, I think the bigger issue is when is Donald Trump going to address you know, the, the fact that these white supremacists, you know, is he going <laughs> to condemn them? And, you know, they're... why won't he do that? I mean, that, that's what that's what she would do if, if putting that. Yes. Spot, you know? Why won't he do that? And I'm uh, not talking about the oh. neo-Nazis and mm. the white nationalists mm-hmm. because they should be condemned totally. But I don't know why he won't condemn them, you know, totally. I don't know why. Why? Does he love them? If he loves them so much, why, do, why doesn't he marry them? <laughs> yeah, that's always good when you can mix in in the first half hour. Of Isn't it? Yeah, I like that. If you love them so much, why, why don't, don't you marry them joke? Yeah, I love I it. I love those. <laughs> it's going to be a good day. It is. Uh, it's been a great first half hour. It's going to be a good day <laughs> since we worked that in. Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, we didn't even mention yet. Amy Cody Barrett oh. confirmed last night. She was confirmed. She is a Supreme Court justice. Uh, there was nothing the Democrats could do about it, and they just lost this fight. This is an example, one of the few I can think of, of a time when Republicans just imposed their will on the Democrats <laughs> and said, we're doing it, so That's, shut up. It helps to have Donald Trump on your side. About time, mm-hmm. man. It is about time, and I don't think with any other president they would have done that. They would say, well, no, we better wait. You know what? That's not fair. That's not nice. We better wait. Nope. We jammed it down your throats. Hope you like the taste. Matt Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Hey, we are just a week away from the from the from election day. All right. Jeez, I'm just my stomach just churns every time I think of it. <laughs> Maybe we're just being played. I hope. Maybe we're made to stress for no good reason. I, Trump has 350 electoral votes waiting for him. That would be so great. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Give me a big heap and help out of that. Wouldn't that, I mean, that would turn around 2020 uh, pretty nicely. And that would, that would almost make up for everything else. Not for obviously 221,000 people dying. But uh, it would it would definitely make up with a lot of the weirdness that we put up with during the course of this year. Uh, got some tweets here. Lunch Bucket Joe and the Poor Boys tweets. <laughs> Maybe Joe has uh, just has Georgia on his mind, along with sniffing hair, pudding, and various other things. Uh, Brian Moore, no pad. It's George Washington. Joe thinks he's running against, not George W. Bush. Okay. Uh, Carl Smith, someone needs to tell Joe that absentee ballots aren't voting for absentee candidates. Oh, boy. Phantom Pathead. Uh, Kamala sounds like she's got, she got voice training from goats. <laughs> she always does that voice yeah, tremble. That, yeah, when she's yeah. backed into a corner or it's time to play the victim card, mm-hmm. all of a sudden her voice just starts all quivering. Of a sudden, it and, sounds oh. like she's on the verge of tears. Yeah. Crystal tweets, both Harris and Biden run on being victims, and Trump and Pence run as leaders. Mm-hmm. True that. True that. Oh, look at that. That's it. Huh? That was, right? That was, a, that was a good... Right? Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you noticed. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Chuck Schumer tweeted after Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation yesterday, because this is really, uh, really poignant. Today will go down as one of the darkest days of the Senate's 231-year history. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's right up there with that caning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Amy Coney Barrett, one of the most 
one of the most qualified candidates of all time, and this is one of the darkest days in the Senate's history, the Senate GOP is thwarting the will of the people and confirming a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court in the middle of a presidential election. Democrats will never stop fighting for Americans. No, Democrats will never stop fighting for socialism and communism. Uh, that's what they're fighting for now. And there was nothing wrong with he didn't they didn't thwart the will of the people. That's bull crap. This was a this is a president who was elected for four years. Not three years and six months. Not three years and eight months. Four years. Mm-hmm. And then and then the argument would be, well, um, Obama was elected for four years and they didn't let him have his pick. Yeah, yeah well, but he so, was done. Well, so was the Senate. The Senate yeah. was also in power and they right. still have a role in this as well. So put right. that in your pipe. Uh, also, Nancy Pelosi had to tweet out about Amy Coney Barrett. President Trump and Senate Republicans have committed an act of supreme desperation. <laughs> Jamming through a Supreme Court nominee just eight days before Election Day is part of their years-long campaign to destroy Americans' health care. Right. Oh, wow. Desperation jamming through, uh, spoken by the lady who told us how they were going to get health care done. She's going to pole vault. She's going to parachute in. Then she's going to tell us what's in the bill after it's it's passed. I mean, come on. That's cute. Oh, these people. Cute? I wish it was cute. (laughs) So far beyond cute now. Oh, man. Uh, right. Got this great Halloween, great Halloween ad. Oh, this is uh, who's in the Biden so mask? Well done. Watch this. Yeah, there've been a few of these fun. Yeah, ads they're doing lately. great. Trick or treat! Oh, what do we have here? <laughs> spooky, 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 <laughs> creepy. <laughs> creepy Uncle Joe. Oh, it's funny. It's Joe. <clears throat> Come on, man! Candy's for the kids. What he Wait a minute. You you look familiar. Who are you? <laughs> Kamala Harris under the mask. 2021. <laughs> the know candy. who you're voting for. Are we gonna oh, let her get away with this? She took everything. <laughs> Don't get tricked. Ooh, that's that's a good job there. Yeah. Kamala 2020. Yeah. T- 2021, I think it said. Because he's going to be president for maybe a year. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to. what they were saying? No, we're going to clarify this. I want to see the mask again. Yeah. Go look at the. Yeah, give it's us 20. A, give us a shot of the mask. Yeah, we're going to settle this right now. All right. Because I want to know. Let's see the mask. If you have a Blaze TV subscription, you can see. Oh, my goodness. Ta-da. What in the world? Don't that's, test me, man. That, Kamala 2021. Oh, you know what? That, you know right what that is? I'll tell you. That's exactly right. You're right. You know what that is? That's, I'm going to wait till he gets in. And yeah. Then, yeah. My yeah. bad. My bad. And then he's going to completely implode, yeah. and I'm going to be president of the United now, States. Now, one of my theories I would what like to point ad. out. ad. Yeah. That's a thinking person's ad right that's there. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And then you had the, the, the weekend at Biden's. Was, was classic as well. That was well done. People can identify really well with that if you send yeah. that to your friends. Mm-hmm. Available at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> but one of my theories was that they landed on Biden hoping one of two things would happen. Either his uh, he would just not be able to mm-hmm. hold office because of mm-hmm. his mental problems, which mm-hmm. is obviously a big deal. 
And also, maybe maybe this thing would come to a head with uh, Ukraine and China and stuff. Yeah. That is really beginning to feel like the avenue that they could take with him. Yep. Because, boy, there's been some fun developments there. Yeah, and what do you want to bet? Every Democrat, everybody on the Hill all, uh, the, uh, knows that Biden is in trouble. They, they know he's on some kind of medication for whatever ails him. They know that he's slipping. They know he's been going away for some time now. And they know it's getting worse. And so they thought, all right, yeah, well, let this guy get in. Let him get in. And then we'll just control him from the left. AOC thinks she's going to get her entire agenda pushed through. Through him. Uh, through controlling him. She's got the, you know, she's got the blessing of Bernie Sanders. And together, uh, they're just going to manipulate Biden. From them to Kamala to Joe. And so whose agenda is really going to be enacted? It's going to be the far left. The far, far left. That's who. 888 It's just a matter of how long before we actually find out. I mean, if he were to be elected, how long would it be before Americans would find out? Before the cat would be let out of the bag for everybody to see, not just the people on Capitol Hill. All right, here's Joe Biden. Yeah, he's he's really sick. You were right. Okay. Uh, we should have listened. And uh, he's in real trouble. So we're enacting the 25th Amendment, and uh, Kamala Harris is going to be president of the United States. But Joe, bless his heart, he really gave it a try. We thought he could make it another four years. Uh, but obviously he can't. Thank goodness we've got Kamala there. Somebody really competent, somebody who who's been in office for a while, somebody who knows the ropes. Kamala's great, so she'll be a tremendous, tremendous president. Yeah. Boy, we have that... Six months? A year? How long before that happens? Well, I mean, <clears throat> drag it out to two years in one day. Then you can get almost, you know, ten years out of Kamala. Yeah, and let her run twice. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, that would boy, be a but nightmare. I, hopefully it doesn't come to that, <clears throat> obviously, but man... Did you yeah. see that, uh, the search results, uh, the surge in searches, can I change my That's, vote right that, after the debate? See that. And Pennsylvania was the hot spot me off. for that. Hello, people. Hello! Don't vote in September. How do you vote before the last debate? Come on. So, <sighs> there's that. And I knew what he was going to do. I just felt like he was going to do so much better, and he did. And and so, circumstantial evidence is that people, primarily in Pennsylvania... I wish tried they to vo- had voted for yeah, him. Yeah, trying to change your vote, back. which you can't do, sadly. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Omega XL. If you have pain that's brought on by inflammation, man, it just it can wear you down. I mean, it gets it gets really, really tiresome. I know. This is, I got back pain from, from ruptured discs in my back, and then uh, this pain that I've had in my elbow that was from inflammation but fortunately started taking taking omega xl once it built up in my system they said give it two weeks uh or three weeks and in about a week i noticed a big difference and after two weeks i mean the pain was gone because omega xl has a shut off switch uh for inflammation it's backed by 35 years of clinical research it's amazing stuff they get this from the really pristine waters of new zealand so it's not a drug. It's nothing you're going to become addicted to. Plus, you don't get that nasty fishy taste that you do with some of these uh, pills. It's just it's just great. I, I think you're going to love it. Give it a try. Let's get you started by 
Ordering one bottle gets you a second bottle for free. So basically, it's a half-off thing. Uh, visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Buy one, get one free. Or call 1-800-844-4888. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, we, we also have some video of Chuck Schumer yesterday from the floor of the Senate. Was this about, uh, was he babbling about Amy Coney Barrett on this? Apparently so, yes, right. after the vote. Mm-hmm. Here he is. Leader McConnell has lectured the Senate before on consequences of a majority's action. You'll regret this, he told Democrats once, and you may regret it this a lot sooner than you think. Listen to those words. Huh. Yeah. You'll regret this. Uh-huh. And you may regret it a lot sooner than you think. So do you regret it now, Joe? I would Joe? change just or one Chuck? word. My colleagues may regret <clears> this <throat> for a lot longer. Oh, than they think. Oh, wow. Here, oh, man. at this Ominous. late hour, yeah. at the end of this sordid chapter we can't let in the history of the Senate, in control. the history of the Supreme Court, Please no. my deepest and greatest sadness mm-hmm. is for the American people. Oh, shut up. Generations <laughs> yet unborn <laughs> will suffer the consequences Wait. of this nomination. What? As the globe gets warmer. Pause it for a second. Oh, no. Generations yet unborn might be allowed to be born because of this decision. What are you talking about? It is possible that generations unborn will be born because of her. What they would regret is being wiped off the face of the earth by some progressive nominee that keeps uh, abortion going and thriving for generations to come. Because the slaughter of 60 million children just isn't enough for your death cult. Your stinking Democrat death cult. Wow. For uh, How dare you talk about generations unborn? Wow. The nerve. The unmitigated gall of this guy. I can't even listen to it. That's just too much. I can't listen to the rest. Now he's going to go into climate change. Oh, good golly. Shut up. Somebody else who's pissed off, uh, Joe. Apparently, Joe's on the campaign trail. Yeah. For whatever reason this weekend, he was really pissed. Uh, and he's he's angry about smart people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. Oh. What? Yeah. I'm sick and tired of smart guys. Look at him. He's getting a little unhinged there. Well, I'm <laughs> sick and tired of smart guys. What? <laughs> what? So you're what unleashed. He? He's unhinged. Yeah. I wonder what the problem. Probably, I don't know what the problem was. He's talking was. about Trump. Uh, he, is he called Trump a smart guy? I, I, I'm I'm thinking. Uh, I, I didn't see okay. the entire context. I mean, the fact that Trump can add two plus two, whereas Joe cannot, is probably what uh-huh. set him off. <laughs> uh, I would I would imagine. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. Yeah. Okay, you like well, stupid I'm sick people. Sick and tired or? of smart guys. <laughs> you, you'd rather have a bunch of dummies. Uh, cause I think that's pretty obvious. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, is Jill speaking here? Jill yeah, seems Jill to be speaking. at the podium yeah, and, and Joe is just, walking around behind her trying think, to find a place know, to exist. I think we know why they're taking him up the campaign trail. Watch this. Yeah. Wait, go. Hey, okay, go. get ready for this one. Hello. Will you 
stand go, with Joe go. Biden and Kamala. I'm going to walk back the other hold, way hold now. On, hold, hold on a second. Hold on. Corby, <laughs> pull, pull the audio down, please. Play that again. It's funnier without sound, I think. Watch this. <laughs> I'm over here. Wait, now I, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk around behind the speaker at an event like that. What are you doing? What are you doing? And there again, Jill out in front, just <laughs> proudly shopping her husband, <clears throat> who's not all there. Good for you, Jill. Oh, somebody wants Keep to be doing it. first lady. Yep. Badly. Come what may, at any cost. I mean, she at realizes that when Kamala becomes president, they're, they're going to ask her to leave. It's it's, right. it's time to go, oh, Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No question about Mrs. that. Mrs. Biden, you're going to have to leave. only room for one cook in the kitchen uh, when that happens. And that has nothing to do with the fact that they're both women. Because it could be two <laughs> men in the kitchen. It, it could. Not that there'd be anything wrong with that. No, that right? would be fine. It'd mm-hmm. be fine. It'd be great. And it's preferable, in fact. Mm. Oh, Men are better chefs, usually. Uh, that's why the, the world's <laughs> best cooks are... <laughs> 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 Dig that hole a little deeper. Yeah. Let's show Jill at another location. Let's go back and uh, show me the Biden being confused about who's president. And there's Jill right by his side. Oh, okay. this is this unbelievable is to me. Not because I'm running, mm-hmm. because who I'm running against. This is the most who are you running against? Election. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a long, long, Love. long time. Yes, you're right about that. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. Literally. What kind of country we're going to be? Mm-hmm. Four more years of George. Uh, Georgia uh, he, uh, is going to find ourselves in a position uh, where uh, if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, that's amazing, we're going to be, uh, we're that gonna be is in a amazing. different world. Wow. And she's sitting dutifully by his side, pushing him forward. A couple weeks ago, last week or the week before, he did this. You may remember, I got in trouble when I wanted to get Senator Mormon. Senator! Senator Mormon! So he didn't know who he was running against eight years ago either. Senator Mormon. Senator Mormon. More, the, the Mormon guy. You know, the one that they do the weird things and mm. and say the weird stuff. and, and uh, They say the weird stuff? They they say the weird stuff. Oh, the weird, weird stuff. stuff. Weird stuff. The, Listen to what I'm saying, Keith. This the, is important. The senator who is a senator, Mormon. The Mormon. The Mormon. He's got, what, four or five different wives. The, the Mormon guy. Who was a governor. Uh, the governor, Senator Mormon guy. Uh, he won't dance. And uh, uh, the wives, huh. and uh, they churn the butter. Do they really? Yeah, they churn the butter and make the bread and sell the jams and jellies on the roadside. And the funeral potatoes. What's his name? I don't know about the potatoes, uh-huh. but uh, the butter is really good. Yeah. Very, very creamy. I like it. <laughs> but that's what Mormons do. I see. They make butter. Okay. They churn it. Pat Gray. Thanks for being with us. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. The Steadfist of... No, let's see. Coop, t- Coop Clown. Tweets, the worst part of President Kamala Harris, Vice President Nancy Pelosi. Gross. I didn't even consider who she might choose as Vice President. Well, That's a chilling prospect. Does she have to? I mean, that just <laughs> means that that Nancy would be number two in line until she mm-hmm. appointed someone, right? 
vice president? I don't know. I mean, it could mean that she actually asked Nancy Pelosi to be her vice president. Um, and then Nancy Pelosi would be the vice president. Well, I don't know that you'd want to take her off of uh, running the house, right? Yeah, I don't know that you would either, but whoever it is, you know it'd be a nightmare. Yes. I, I would tend more to believe it might be Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders, someone along Bernie. those lines. Yeah. Ugh. Somebody that she wouldn't feel threatened from mm-hmm. for, you know, down the line. Someone older, Bernie. Yeah, yeah. Bernie would be a, quite a choice. Mm. Ooh, that'd Let's be hope fun. we don't have to think yeah. about this stuff. Yeah. One week from today. Kara uh-huh. 3022, it's obvious that Jill wants to take the role of Edith Wilson, mm-hmm. who, if you're not aware, uh, actually ran the country clandestinely for two years. Mm-mm. Not two weeks, not two months. Two years, the last two years of Woodrow Wilson's life, he was incapacitated, and his wife uh, ran the show. (laughs) I mean, really bad. That is bad. And, you know, maybe she wants. Maybe she wants to do that. Uh, I don't think Kamala would let her, because I think (laughs) Kamala would be in there. Uh, Bernie Sanders will be in there. AOC will be in there. All of them are going to be pushing him further and further and further to the left. And so if he actually is incapacitated, they'll just they'll just steamroll into the White House. He would not remember <clears throat> the decisions that he made. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Golly. Uh yesterday <clears throat> he was escorted away by staff. Was this yesterday or Sunday? This is uh Was he still out yesterday? Yeah, this is yesterday, I believe. Okay. Um where where they're asking him a question about uh, court packing. And he starts to answer. He says, I think they're going to confirm Amy Coney Barrett today. And then his staff says, you know what? Too, too much going on there, Mr. Stumbles. And they, they escort him away. Here's the deal. One of the things that, that, that is important is that um, well, keep in mind, although they're uh-huh. going to vote on uh, uh, oh my gosh. Barrett, I think today. Bye. We're done. And he's still talking. Uh, uh, pudding. Pudding. Right in the middle of his answer. They just grab him and 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 bring him, like, yes. take him away. The lady goes, okay, guys. All right. Oh, my now. gosh. And he's still talking. He's like, uh. They escort him out. I like chocolate pudding. As he's trying to answer the question. And vanilla's good, too. Oh, uh, wait. I was telling him. About the vote for why am I not wearing pants? <laughs> what happened to my pants? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's the guy. That's the guy in the lead. That's the guy supposedly in the lead. Congratulations, America! Okay, isn't that wonderful? This is a good. Time. That shows we're open-minded as a people. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get somebody incompetent in there. Sure, you bet. Why can't incompetent people run the strongest nation on earth? Why? Huh? Riddle me that, Batman. <laughs> well, I got news for you. Jeez. Um, it's have, happened have, many you, times. have you looked at America the last century? Yes. However, <laughs> I mean, there's a different level of incompetence sure, here. Sure. Holy cow. That's just amazing. All right. Well, this is funny because is this Friday's Babylon Bee story? Yeah. So on Friday, the Babylon Bee called uh, a lid. <laughs> this yeah. is funny. The, the headline is Biden calls a lid until election day. Yeah. 
Having completed the final presidential debate, Biden's campaign has now announced they're calling a lid yeah. until election day. Yeah, yeah. my my fat cat wow. Jeffy on Twitter uh, made me aware of this, and this then uh, two days later, what's the real news headline say? This is from Breitbart. Joe Biden's campaign calls a lid on in-person campaign. It literally happened. That the the window, the time frame from Babylon B fake story to real life news story, that timeline is shrinking. Yeah. It's now down to 2 days, y'all. How many times have we said? I mean, it's getting harder and harder for them to do their satire job because it you can't do anything crazier or more stupid than is actually happening in real life here's proof positive of that where their funny story is reality two days later two days you got you got 48 hours of funny babylon b wow that's unbelievable and then real life imitates art (laughs) it's just incredible wow uh so the president is doing these gigantic rallies again, and he's doing them all over the place. So how is it being spun in uh, in the mainstream media? He's desperate. He's desperate. That's why he has to do, Donald Trump has to do all these rallies. Because he's absolutely desperate, and he's campaigning everywhere. Ooh. Meanwhile, Ooh. Biden, who has put a lid on his campaign, by the way. Right, and before that was yelling at empty parking lots. Yeah. And the reason he's not campaigning now, that he put a lid on his campaign, here's the slack they're giving the guy. It's because he's got such a big lead. He's he, He's got the luxury of just uh, relaxing and allowing uh, everything to take place now because he's that far ahead. Rather than saying, this guy is calling it quits a week before election day, there's something wrong here. There is something radically wrong here. <laughs> but nope, nope, that's not how they spin it. Anyway, President Trump was out campaigning yesterday and having some fun with Joe Biden and noticed something that we've noticed many times on this show. <laughs> we invested $2.5 trillion with a T, trillion dollars. See, now Biden would say $2.5 million. <laughs> Yes, he would. Or two fo- two point five million billion. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> oh. Look, look. Uh, you know the thing. You you know the thing. Spent a lot of money. Uh, it's, you know. I, okay, I've talked. To, I, I've talked enough about that. Let me switch to something else. Uh, <laughs> and the something else I'm going to switch to is Lane Kiffin. Oh, college football time. Uh, yeah, on Monday. Don't, don't worry, don't worry, <clears throat> Cody. We're not ruining anything. This is a story. It's not a score. Right. Okay. So we don't need to do, do the disclaimer. No disclaimer needed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiffin was fined 25000 bucks for complaining about officiating. Uh, and then the SEC admitted that he was right. <laughs> he was understandably frustrated with that. Mississippi football coach uh, responded by threatening to pull a classic page out of the playbook. Yeah, because they find him. Of the fined and aggrieved. Yeah, they fined him $25,000. So he wants to pay his fine in pennies. (laughs) And he said, (laughs) where could I find 25,000 pennies? Yeah, that's not going to do. That's not the equivalent of $25,000, Lane. Wait. Wait. Oh, it's not? No. See, I'm, no. I'm hold my hand through this math mm. segment. Okay. Where can I find 25,000? That's not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> no. So then then, he, then in the next tweet, what did he say? Because uh, he realized he was wrong. Oh, wait, he changed wait, it. Wait a second. Not 25,000, obviously. 250,000. 250,000. Wait. Nope. That's <laughs> not it either. 
2.5 million. Yeah, you got there, Lane! <laughs> he finally got there. Can you imagine paying it in 2.5 million oh, pennies? That is so good. Was just checking to see, and then he, yeah, then he uh-huh. tweets, was just checking to see if the SEC would review my math to get it right this time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. After future review, it's two and a half million pennies. Future review, I think he meant uh, further. I hate autocorrect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so he was getting inspiration from a guy who had paid a fine in similar fashion. Guy is pushing a wheelbarrow full of pennies into the Department of Motor Vehicles to pay a bill. <laughs> Nick Stafford took revenge on his local DMV by paying auto sales tax with five wheelbarrows of pennies. How much was the total tax bill? Wow, $2,987.45. The staff at the DMV office My in Lebanon, Virginia, gosh. had to count each penny by hand. And there were 298,745 of them. Where do you even get all those pennies? Watch this. Got the pennies from the bank. They came rolled in the paper rolls. So instead of just taking the pennies and rolls to the DMV, uh, I paid 11 people. Uh, to come in with hammers and break up the penny rolls. Then there was the price of the wheelbarrows he needed it's to a lot carry of work. 1,600 pounds of pennies. Wow. Total cost, $2,000. <laughs> wow. He nearly doubled his tax bill that, to make a point. That's a guy who's pissed. That is a guy who's pissed. Uh, and I'm sorry I wouldn't go through that hassle. I mean, it's a great idea, and it feels good. Yeah. But that's too much work. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not I, doing that. I thought it was a big deal <laughs> when I was in like sixth grade when uh did this little like uh, NCAA basketball pool and uh, one of the guys paid off the winner because he couldn't stand him and pay, paid him 20 bucks in pennies. I think it was a, what 2,000 pennies. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a lot at the time. <laughs> oh, hold on. That, that implies that I was gambling in sixth grade. Wow. I mean, um, <laughs> 2,000 tokens from the arcade is what I meant to say. But he had almost 300,000 pennies. How long did it take him to accumulate that? Did you hear that, that though? First of all, the poor bank that had to roll all these Mm. for him. Like, oh, okay. Wow. And then he had to pace people, 11 people, to hammer them to break them apart. Amazing. I'm with you, man. I love that principle, but I am not doing that. (laughs) Nope. Mm -mm. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, speaking of people who think they're going to be president, want to be president, there is still someone lingering out there. Oh, we got who is still upset she isn't the president. <laughs> uh, Hillary still, still on that kick. When writing about your famous quote, "Women's rights are human rights," mm-hmm. you said rights are important, but nothing without the power to claim them. It's about power, who has it, who doesn't, how we confront the imbalance. And you noted that a lot of countries that did best in the pandemic were led by women, whether it was Jacinda Ardern, Angela Merkel. Do you think a woman president in the United States would handle the pandemic better? I I have no doubt, especially if it were me. I I was born for that. I mean, that's why I knew I'd be a good president. I was ready for crises and emergencies, and I would have done what you see these women leaders doing. You listen to the science, you bring in People in an open, inclusive way. You communicate constantly. Uh You make the case by explaining why Uh what you're doing is in the long-term interest, not only of health, but also of the economy. Yeah, I have no doubt in my mind at all Uh, that I would have stepped up to that that. crisis. Thanks, Putin. Appreciate it. That's great. 
Move along now. So are they saying that Get men and women it. are different? Because they're they're insinuating that women can handle it better, huh. so they must be yeah. graced with powers that uh, which can't men, be right. That can't be. You're the same because <clears throat> we're right. We're exactly the same. Hmm. hmm. Strange. And by the way, Rob, thanks for uh, putting up a Hillary Clinton uh, photo montage during that audio. Um, save the trouble next time. I didn't want to see any of those. Man. But, uh, yeah, there she I is. I love that she she believes. She really believes the presidency is she her birthright. Said, she finally admitted She was it. born for this. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> she is. Unbelievable. It, it didn't happen. She can't. Yeah. She just can't let it go. Wow, is she power hungry. I mean, anybody else would have moved on by now okay it's been four years you lost get over it stop wow now i don't want to see this happen but i just uh, if somehow trump wins the popular vote but loses the electoral college are they going to be as vocal as they have been um over the last several election cycles about the popular vote and and making that push to change how electoral <laughs> votes are doled out is that is that movement going to stop Mm. If, if he happens? wins the popular and right. loses the electoral. Right. That's what I was wondering the other day. I thought, huh, wouldn't that change things around? For both sides, though, unfortunately. Republicans would then be saying the same thing. I wouldn't, but and I don't think you would. But many people would say, wait a minute, he won the popular vote. I think they'd do the same thing. And I didn't used to believe that. But then. Do you have a predicted day when we will have an official announcement of who the president is. And that's kind of tricky because do you go on when the the loser concedes or, mm-hmm. I mean... Do, I don't think anybody will concede next week. Uh, I think it's going to stretch on for a while. January 19th? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's my day. Day before inauguration yeah. day. Uh, let me tell you about ScoreMaster. Uh, I shared this story and it almost crashed the ScoreMaster website. The average person has 97 points that they can quickly add to their credit score but no idea how to get them well scoremasters credit scientists <clears throat> discovered an algorithm that super boosts your credit score not just a few points but 97 points fast imagine 97 points on top of your credit score if you're financing your home you're buying a car or applying for credit say you have just okay credit <clears throat> and you're buying a, a car if you do ScoreMaster first and boost your score the average 61 points in 20 days or less our listeners get, you could save $9,000 on your car loan. And if you raised your credit score just the average number before applying for a home loan, that could mean $100,000 to you over the life of your loan. ScoreMaster, it puts you in control of your finances, not the banks. Enroll in just minutes. It's really easy to do, and they'll show you how many plus points you can add to your credit score at scoremaster.com slash pat go there now sometimes this can even affect getting a job or not for whatever reason sometimes they check your credit score and that can have an influence as to whether or not you become employed by that employer scoremaster.com slash pat mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray, Unleashed. It's great to have you with us. Got some tweets here. Uh, John Weathergeek, speaking of which, wow, what a great autumn it has been in Texas. Mm-hmm. Jeez, we've actually had autumn. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost as soon as it turned September, where it's usually still 98, 99, 100, 
4,000% humid. Yeah. It actually cooled off a lot. Was in the 70s for a couple of weeks. Was uh, got only even cooler than that a few times. Mm-hmm. It was 37 degrees driving in this morning. Yeah, 37. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, yesterday Absolutely around awesome. four o'clock Central Time, it was 19 <laughs> degrees in the Texas Panhandle, and it was 93 degrees down on the southern border of Texas. Wow, I love that spread. That's yeah, not, it's fun. That's not the biggest spread ever. I, I no, I, but it's pretty I, big. I captured 91 and seven. And people point out Texas is a big state. I know it's still cool to say. Look, yeah, you know. yes, it is. Uh, and by the way, the coldest spot in I think the well. Maybe not the world, but the, certainly the 48 contiguous states was Potomac, Montana, which I'd never heard of Potomac, Montana before. 29.2 below zero. Wow. 29 That's, below. Yeah, it's always some weird name you've never heard of. Yeah. I lived there for 20 years. I don't, I don't, I've never heard of there's it. There's some hermit who has a weather station Probably. on the side of a mountain. And, yeah. uh, the nearest town is Potomac. Anyway, uh, John the Weather Geek tweets. Hillary couldn't get the fallen soldiers of Benghazi out when their lives were on the line, but she can handle a pandemic. Yeah, that's, a, that's an <laughs> excellent, awesome point. point. Yes, sir. Uh, from poor boy, poor boy Coyote out loud. Christy Nome greater than Angela Merkel on coronavirus pandemic oh, action. Oh yeah, let's talk about female leaders during <clears throat> the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Verge D. Tweets, banks can get boxes of rolled pen- pennies. Uh, each box oh. is typically $25 worth of pennies. Oh, huh. All right. okay. Uh, Sir Jeffus of Spoons <laughs> tweets, Keith, don't feel too bad for the bank. Pennies come from the Fed, pre-rolled and boxed. Still, oh. that's a crap ton of boxes. Oh, okay. So, so so our tax dollars paid to get those pennies rolled yeah, so don't and worry then about it. hammered it's loose. Fr- so it's and- free. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> the sniper BBB. Uh, now, now we know the reason for the coin shortage. Yes, <laughs> that guy it's took them. all making sense now. Took them all. Mm-hmm. New Covenant Patriot with Biden's mind going as much as it is, could he even pass security clearance requirements if he were president? Wouldn't they have to worry about whether he would spill the beans on national security things he shouldn't share? Yeah, Seriously. I I think so. Serious concern. Casey Emsler. If there wasn't a coin shortage before, Penny Guy caused one. <laughs> Penny Guy caused one. Uh, let's see. Little Patriot, you can change your vote after voting in certain states. Look it up. Yeah, we did. And it looks like there's seven states in which you can Ooh, change your vote. This any of them important? Interesting. Yes, several are important. In fact, the president tweeted, strongly trending on Google since immediately after the second debate is, can I change my vote? This refers to changing it to me. <laughs> the answer in most states is yes. Go do it. Most important election of your life. I don't know about most states. But according to this article uh, from the AJC, it's Connecticut, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, New York, and Pennsylvania. Wow, I heard four, at least four swing states in there. And the one where most of these Google searches are coming from is Pennsylvania, right? Yes. So if you want to do that, please get a hold of the authorities and find out how to do it. I wonder how tough that in is. Your state. Do you, do you I don't know. Go down to the, I, 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 I'm I, sure there's some hassle involved. Speculate, but yeah. But it'd be worth it. Please, if you're thinking about changing your vote to Biden, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. You don't need to. He's way ahead. But if you're thinking about changing your vote to Trump, you got to get on that. And uh, take care of that. Mm-hmm. Notorious Chump tweets, 
Michiganders yeah. can change their ballot. Yeah, we yeah. just said Michigan. Okay. Yeah, that was one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. I heard that. And is. If you do it before uh, November 3rd, if they voted early by absentee ballot, which is how we do early voting. Mm. That's interesting. Everybody's Everybody does it a little bit differently. In uh, Texas, we only have like the two-week period, but you can vote anywhere in your county you want to, and you do that in person. Yeah, this year they changed it to three weeks out with the <laughs> yeah. pandemic mm-hmm. and everything. So, yeah. Uh, and 62 million people around the country have voted already. That's just incredible. That seems like a high number. Like, that's <laughs> Do, a, that's doesn't a it? lot of votes. Yeah, it seems like a few votes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many were actually... And what they want them. us to believe is that it's hopeless because uh, 51% of those were, were Democrats, 26% Republicans. Well... They always have the huge split. I don't know if it's that large uh, during early voting or not, but uh, I'm trying to think. Where was this? Oh, North Carolina. In uh, in voting in North Carolina, apparently the Democrat, uh, well, Joe Biden, is up by 10% over Trump so far. And you might think, oh my gosh, can we make up 10% on election day? Well, in 2016... Hillary was up 13.5% at this juncture okay. in early voting. Okay. So, yes, he can make it up. Oh, I love the little hope yeah, isn't that great? nugget there. Love it. Yeah. I mean, there's We're another, all about hope nuggets right now. Hope nugget. Yeah, there's all another hope them. nugget about how, uh, you know, the economy is important to 75% of voters. You'd think, right, that that would You'd benefit those, Trump. Yes, that that would benefit the president because everybody knows the president had things rolling before the stupid virus. Now, the problem is... Uh, most people favor Biden on the virus, but Trump on the economy. So if you mix them together, who wins? I don't know. I don't know. That's I guess that's what we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Most registered voters believe the economy is very important uh, when deciding if they'll vote for Trump or Biden. A survey by Pew Research released roughly two weeks before Election Day found 84% of voters who lean Trump and 66% of voters who lean Biden prioritize the economy before casting their ballots. Huh. All right. We'll see. But yeah, if you have buyer's remorse and you voted for Biden and you live in Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, or New York, you can change your vote. So call the authorities, find out how you do that <laughs> in your area. 888-933-93. More Pack Gray Unleashed. Coming up. <laughs> Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Making the apocalypse fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we want to thank uh, some people who sent us uh, some more stuff. Just really cool things like this. Uh, these coins, yeah. these commemorative coins. Look at that. It's like the uh, Franklin Mint kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is really cool. This one is the coronavirus. <laughs> it says on it, uh, in this very handsome silver coinage, Yeah, President Trump is standing in front of the country with like a Captain, Captain America <laughs> shield, and the virus is bouncing off it. That is fun. <laughs> then on the flip side, Trump Pence 2020. Uh-huh. So thank you for that. That is cool. Uh, yeah, he also sent also us some said, gummy bears. Nice. You can't beat that. No, you can't. We're going to be going into that there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Who else sent us stuff? Didn't uh, Mary Beth sent us some uh, cereal. 
that, that oh yeah oh, i've got a gosh. bone to pick with you on the cereal by the way uh-huh she sent us i don't know 10 boxes of cereal at least and so you know we tucked them away behind the the mm-hmm. wall there as you can see on blaze tv that's uh, where we hide stuff you gotta hide stuff in this building <laughs> or else jeffy uh, or it's gone someone yeah. eats it yeah but you sir you've opened up like <clears throat> all of them four or five boxes at a time mm-hmm. don't you know you gotta, I gotta sample them you, you gotta finish one or else it's gonna go stale oh, we've already finished a few so that's actually so that's not a problem that's true i mean it's the stash down here is a little different than the stash that i keep upstairs which is uh, uh strictly basic four uh heavy oh where i have what like 20 boxes right now upstairs you're eating cardboard look at that why no it's yummy it's got little chunks of cardboard got little little stuff in it <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's probably actually almost good for you yeah i can't have that you can't have that in a yeah, cereal my, the, the health uh, of my diet just mm-hmm. kind of it starts at the top yeah. with the basic four as the day begins mm-hmm. and then the trajectory just straight down after okay that. yeah all right well that's good to know <laughs> yeah also <clears throat> they found the first nest of giant murder hornets <laughs> in the united states and eradicated them Boy, murder hornets had such potential, right? Mm-hmm. And then look. And look. Nothing. Fizzling out. Mm-hmm. Agric- agriculture department workers wearing protective suits have eradicated the first nest of giant murder hornets discovered in the U.S., vacuuming them out of a tree in Washington State. The nest of Asian giant hornets was found last Thursday by the State Department of Agriculture entomologists on a property uh, near Blaine, near the Canadian border. Mm. Uh, they spent weeks searching for it, yeah. trapping hornets and tracking them. So yeah. they're doing some uh, some contact tracing among <laughs> murder hornets. So yeah, they were they would put these little tracking devices. They would glue them on or or tie them with dental floss or something. And like the hornets were wise to it and would like chew through the dental floss, or it would or the glue would wear off and it would fall off. And like ah, and they finally one of them. Went huh. all the way back to the nest and and they got them. This looks like you know what that looks like. All these weird suits that these uh, I don't know exotic beekeepers are putting. Doesn't that look like uh, like they're going after ET? Yes. Remember that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a high tech uh, bee suit there. I mean, it took them it took them weeks to find it because the hornets were outsmarting them <laughs> and leading them elsewhere with their tracking device. That's, that is something. <laughs> Suckers. And it sounds like a joke. They're using dental floss to tie tiny radio trackers on them? They really did that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, they, they really did it. I mean, let's let's get the agriculture department a little bit more in the budget next year, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, not a bad idea. But so, yeah, and, and I guess, you know, the big push isn't to save us. It's the honeybees, right? That, yeah. That they the, chew the heads off of. They're and, in trouble anyway, the yeah. honeybees disappearing for nobody knows what reason something like 50 million or 50 billion or a billion trillion jillion like uh like <laughs> biden would Joe say biden math no a billion million trillion no a thousand million hundred jillion anyway uh <laughs> hopefully they're gonna get these uh they're gonna get these these hornets out before they start doing a bunch of damage here uh, also got this from Kara uh, thirty twenty two. Curious, why didn't this act- actress actually film the evil Trump? So we had that oh, story yeah. yesterday mm-hmm. of the actress. Is her name Joy Villa? 
Yeah, so well, no, she was surrounded. No, by... No, she's not the one who's no. She's, she's the, not the one. She's the good conservative. Uh, friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's the actress then? Oh, it's uh, the one that donated the kidney to that's Selena her name. Gomez. Or... That's her name. It's yeah. it's Selena Gomez's uh, kidney donor. <laughs> she was, I have no idea. She was out driving around, and apparently there were Trump supporters. She claims she's got no proof of it, and I don't know why, because she had a phone, and she recorded just moments later. Yeah. So why didn't you film these evil Trump supporters? Right, right, right. I think because it didn't happen. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, they were laughing and pointing at yeah, her. Yeah, so I guess uh, surrounded Joy, her. Joy went through a very similar experience. Oh no! Don't yeah, say that. She had to share hers as well. Uh, here it is. Here, horrifying. To the airport, and I just got stopped. <laughs> My car was surrounded by a bunch of Trump supporters. Uh-oh. I was like going through the Trump rally. And they were like, oh, hey, America is free for all. And do you want to join our side? We love you. You're beautiful. They call me beautiful. And they were like, you don't have to be a victim because of your color. And then they were like, hey, capitalism is for everyone. And we want to put more money in your pocket. Have socialism. And then they were like, oh, hey, do you want to come with us? Because we're going to have like a beer. I was like, what? What even is this? Is this what you people like to make America great again? Like, in, like inclusion and like support and unity? And then they were like, hey, we know it's hard for you. So like, we're going to give you a free ride to the airport. And I was like, no. And I got out of there, you guys. I jumped out of my Uber and I ran. And I'm like shaking right now. Please share your story if you've similarly been attacked by Trump supporters. Because like, this love is like too much. <laughs> that is really funny. Good stuff. <laughs> that is awesome. We want you to be able to keep more money in your pocket. <laughs> Love it. That's great. We'll have to retweet that at Pat Unleash. Yeah, that's definitely worth a retweet. <laughs> uh, also, Amy, what's her face is at it again too. Oh. She's she's inside the mind <laughs> of a Biden supporter. Yeah. That's good stuff. I'm a Christian and I'm voting for Joe Biden because we need someone in the White House to help us be good people and to help us resist our deep, dark urges to do terrible things to the people around us. Yeah. We all have them. My psychiatrist said so. <laughs> As a Christian, I'm not bothered one bit by Joe Biden's stance on abortion. God doesn't give us a purpose through the children he brings into our lives here on earth. He gives <laughs> us a choice. The Bible says so. And as long as I can pretend that that baby isn't a human until it comes through the birth canal, who cares? (laughs) Under a Biden presidency, we'll all be a little bit safer online through censorship. I know that if I could say whatever I wanted on social media, I would probably bully someone to the brink of suicide. Because, like everyone else, I'm inherently evil and I must be stopped. The mask mandates have been a Mm -hmm. real blessing because they've acted like a shield, protecting me from the reality of my own indifference about everything in life that's important. Mm. They make me look like I care, and I don't. (laughs) Under a Biden presidency, all Americans will look like they care. By force. (laughs) Another reason I'm voting for Joe Biden is because we need stricter gun laws. If I had a gun in this house right now and someone ate the last of these brownies I'm making, I'd be on the evening news. If I could keep all the money I earn, I'd probably just waste it all on whiskey and blow anyway. I certainly wouldn't give one red cent to someone in need or donate it to some charity. Screw them. But under a Biden presidency, I will be charitable Americans. We all will
mm-hmm. by force. <laughs> we'll give you another reason to vote for Joe Biden uh, coming up here in just a minute. But first, let me tell you about Not Free America. One of the most interesting books you will come across. Uh, it's written by Mike Donovan. And this guy has fought tyranny for years. He's the founder of the nation's largest pro bono civil rights law firm. And as Donovan puts it in his new book, Not Free America, our Bill of Rights has been under attack long before COVID-19 or George Floyd's murder. If you refuse to surrender your liberty to any earthly power, you need this book. Uh, Not Free America solves the issue of citizens being used by the government, but it's more than just a book. It is a solution. Uh, Visit notfreeamerica.com, all one word, obviously, notfreeamerica.com. Take the Liberty Pledge and order your copy today to find out how to stop the overreaching abuse of our government and what actions you can take to do better. We got to work together and do better to fix our ever-compounding liberty crisis that we have here in America. If we can unite around the concept of liberty, we can create lasting greatness. Remember, the most imp- the most significant changes usually come during crisis. So do your part and visit notfreeamerica.com today. That's notfreeamerica.com. Order your copy today. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, another reason to vote for Joe Biden. He's finally going to get rid of, completely get rid of fossil fuels. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. Well, what has he said about it? Remember during the the debate, Trump actually called him on it and said, hey, you said you're going to eliminate. Eliminate fracking. No, I didn't. Listen to this exchange, and then you will... Uh, you will actually hear the proof. I never said I oppose fracking. You said it Wait, on tape. I did show the tape. Put hmm. it on your website. I'll put it on. Put it on. Would there be- okay, so that's exactly what he did. <laughs> show the tape. Put it on your website. And he did. Any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, uh-huh. in the Biden administration? No, it would be, we would no. we would work it out. We would make sure it's huh. eliminated. What about say stopping fracking and stopping yeah. the pipeline and yeah, infrastructure yeah, yeah. and, 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 exactly. and no. no fracking? You got to transition away from it. Look, you're going to ban fracking all across America right now, right? Mm. I would love to. Yeah, I'd love to too. I'd love to make sure we don't can't use any oil or gas. Huh. To look in my eyes. All right, I'm looking at. I guarantee you. Guaranteed. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. We're not going to wow. end fossil fuels. Okay. How many times does he have to say it? So he made the challenge. Trump took him up. Took him up on it. So either he was he's so far gone that he honestly can't remember his own stance on important energy issues, uh, like whether or not you're going to eliminate fracking, which has absolutely saved our economy, or he's just a lying sack who's counting on nobody fact-checking him, no follow-up from any media whatsoever, and that nobody who supports him, this is he's got to be counting on that. Nobody who supports him will go to Trump's website and see if it's true. And you're not going to get Jake Tapper saying to Joe Biden or one of his representatives, hey, Donald Trump did put the video up and he was right. It's just too bad. 
uh, because he was shown here to be a flat-out bald-faced liar, which we all know he is, but it's it's nice when you get the hardcore proof right, right there. And there it was, right before our very eyes and ears. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three to phase out fossil fuels before we have a a viable alternative. Oh, that's just asinine. It's amazing what the press goes deaf on. They yeah. go deaf on this about Joe Biden saying he would get rid of fossil fuels and ban fracking. Mm-hmm. They, they they just don't report that he said that. And they're also deaf on the up to about two dozen times now that Trump has denounced white supremacists. Yes. It's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> but yet they actually do um, talk to Biden about his court packing stuff. I mean, I just... Uh, the selective questions. It's incredible. It's incredible. Do we have? Yeah, we let play the Trump condemning uh, white supremacy thing. I mean, over and over and over, he said. Here's just a few examples. Are you willing tonight <laughs> to condemn white supremacists up, and Chris. militia groups? Sure. You've got David pause. Duke pause for just a second. Did you catch that? Sure. Sure. Are you willing to condemn? Blah blah blah. Sure. So, despite the fact that everybody says he didn't do it, he wouldn't say it. He did immediately. But why, Pat, did he wait until the debate when he was put on the spot by Chris Wallace? It's not like he's been doing this for decades. <laughs> well, let's see, actually. Has he? A bigot, a racist, a problem. This Would is you, back I'm in not 2000. Wow. David Duke? Sure. Uh, David Duke, sure. and robocalls are out again. again. The white supremacist movement supporting you. Uh, do you have any know. words for that? Well, I disavow. David Duke endorsed me? Okay. All right. I disavow, okay? When we looked at it and looked at the question, I disavowed David Duke. So I've disavowed David Duke all weekend long on Facebook, on Twitter, and obviously it's never enough. Trump's refusal right. to condemn, uh, dis- distance himself mm. from white supremacists. The Anti-Defamation League is already out there asking the president to clarify why he didn't ca- condemn white supremacists. So are but you prepared did. right now to make a clear and unequivocal statement renouncing the support of all white supremacists? Of course I am. Of course I am. Of course when I am. When Chris joined, huh. we had a news Weird. conference, and they asked me the exact same question. I said, I disavow. I disavowed then. I disavowed today on ABC with George mm-hmm. Stephanopoulos. I disavowed mm-hmm. again. Uh, David Duke is a bad person who I disavowed on numerous occasions over the years. I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. then do it, sir. Say I, it. Do it. Say it. I totally disavow. The Ku Klux Klan. I totally disavow David Duke. Ultimately, Mm. he got to the Ku Klux Klan, which obviously I'm going to disavow. (laughs) I've rejected David Duke, rejected David Duke. Uh, I've rejected the uh, KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. David Duke is saying to his supporters and followers, vote for Donald Trump. White supremacists are saying, vote. Do you want those votes? No, I don't want them. Uh, Does Biden ever get that question? Uh, The Communist Party has uh, endorsed you. Do you want that endorsement? Communists and socialists and radical anarchists are endorsing you and your candidacy. Do you want those votes? Yeah, Vice President Biden, you have said many, huh. numerous occasions, racist things in the past. Are yeah. You to, to denounce your own statements? Your own words. Your own How word. about that? All right, let's see the rest. But David Duke is saying to his supporters and followers, vote for Donald Trump. White supremacists are saying, huh. do you want those votes? Do you no, I don't those? want them, and I don't want him to say it. And do you I want, want the supporters? No, I don't want anything. I, what do you think of white times? supremacists, by the way? I don't like any group of hate. David Duke <laughs> huh. announced his Senate candidacy, claiming your agenda. Are you ready before you ask the question? Newt Gingrich said, every Republican should repudiate this guy, I no did. matter what it takes. And I do. 
Rebuked. I did, and I do. Is that okay? Rebuked. Rebuked. <laughs> Done. Done. Just to clear it up this no, morning, no. can you, in naming it, make a declarative statement ah. that you did not, that the it's president did Racism is evil, and those who cause mm. violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists. Mm -hmm. Do you want white supremacists to vote for you? No, oh I don't at all. Not at all. His no. campaign is denouncing a show of support from the KKK's official newspaper, Jeez. as in the Ku Klux Klan. In the same New York Times interview, he denounced white supremacists. He denounced the neo-Nazis who support him. President Thank Donald you. Trump signed a congressional joint resolution that condemns white supremacy, neo-Nazis, and other hate groups. When he was asked to condemn white supremacists, he didn't. And you had Wait, people, uh, yes, and I'm not did. talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, <laughs> because they should be condemned totally. When specifically asked okay. if he would denounce white supremacists, that the president dodged it. I spoke no. out forcefully no, against hatred, bigotry, and violence, mm -hmm. and strongly condemned the neo-Nazis, the white supremacists, and the KKK. Well, I have to say that it's over disappointing that a sitting U.S. president can't outright <laughs> condemn white supremacy. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, Bigotry uh -huh. yeah. and white supremacy. The okay. president of the United States uh -huh. in yeah. the year of our Lord 2020 uh -huh. refuses to condemn yeah. white supremacists. No. Any group no, of he hate, doesn't. I don't like it. Any group of hate, I am, whether it's white supremacy, whether it's uh -huh. any other kind of supremacy, <laughs> whether it's Antifa, whether it's any group of hate, I am very concerned about it and I'll do something about it. He has yet once to condemn white supremacy, oh, the neo-Nazis. He hasn't condemned yet a darn thing. once? Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, though, Joe mm. right there, look at those eyes. We're getting, you know, a lot of people. I'm sorry to, to distract from the Trump point here, but his eyes, man. Mm. When he's sitting down and he knows that he's got either a debate or an interview, they're much darker. We're getting so many people reaching out saying dementia drugs do that to you. Oh, really? And when you see him wandering around on the stage or whatever, his eyes are wow. blue. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but uh, you know who's hearing the message, um, hearing that Trump is against white supremacy? That's blacks, because support from blacks has surged by 46% for Trump uh, in this campaign. So that's good to see that um, mm. they can hear, yeah. whereas the media cannot. And that second clip we played, he's been denouncing white supremacy. Since David 2000. Duke, the year 2000, yeah. literally decades ago. Right. Before he even ran for president. What what American businessman has to sit there at an interview and, and denounce racism and the KKK and white supremacists? Well, and this, well, this do they was, ever ask Bill Gates to do that? Well, this was after. See, now this is, this is even better. This was he after, got out of the party because of it. And that's when he was done running for president in 2000. He said, look, yeah. I got out of that party. Yes. We have, a, we have a white supremacist, David Duke, in it. I mean, he... He got out of the party because of it. And so if someone makes the excuse, well, he's only saying that to get elected, or he's only saying that to get reelected. Well, he was saying it when he wasn't running for office 20 years ago. Right. And let's talk about one more lie while we're at it. While we're kind of clearing this stuff up. What is the truth? about the horrific 545 kids we just can't find the parents for. <laughs> what about the, the children? <laughs> what about the children? It's horrifying. <laughs> what kind of freak would not reunite the children with their parents? I'll take them at Neverland. <laughs> Can they come home with me? Michael. 
Oh! Would you like to be a coyote, <laughs> Michael? No, I, I don't like animals. Oh, wait. At least not that kind. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> here's the truth about the 545 parentless children. We're just, we, we can't or won't find them. We don't care about them. The ACLU even admits, yeah, that's not exactly right. Uh, there's a couple of numbers that are not receiving any attention here in this fight. And one of those uh, things is the number 485. That's the number of children whose parents have been located, have gotten in touch with. And zero is the number of those parents that have sought to have their children re- returned back to them. Why? Why? Because they're back home in their country of origin, origin, whether it's Mexico or Guatemala or mm. Honduras or whatever. And the U.S. officials have gotten a hold of them and said, hey, uh, we, we've got your child here. Can we send them back to you? Nope. Not one of them that we've located has. Now, why? Is that because they hate their kids? Well, no. It's because... They want to be reunited with their kids here in the United States. They're trying to twist our arms and say, yeah, I'll I'll be reunited with them there. Let me come back. Well, you can't manipulate U.S. law like that. What kind of country would we be if we just bowed to the will of everybody who's broken our laws? Uh, And why didn't President Trump know that number at the debate? Why didn't he know that? How is it possible he has so little information on really important facts like that? Damn, ah, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. But these parents uh, supposedly want to be reunited with their kids, overwhelmingly, supposedly, but they're not willing to have them come home. Uh, I mean, we have laws, right? Do it right. Apply for legal entry, and then we'll see what happens. This is despicable that it's being spun like this. And yet, the fact is, as I've said a million times, what about the personal responsibility of the parents? If your kid is in Canada and they've got him held there for months and months and months, aren't you going up there to get him and bring him back home? Uh, I can't figure it out. All right, we'll see you tomorrow.